<laughs> Angelo, thank you for taking the time mm. early mm. on a Monday morning yeah. to come in here and do this podcast. Thank you, bro. Man, I, off the podcast, what I was saying to you basically is that I admire your work because we just got through shooting a video. Yes. You know, and I didn't have a clue what you're doing, and I was getting all in your way trying to tell the because you sent you shot the intro to my to the it's a new intro that's coming up yes. for this podcast. Yes, yes. And um, I was getting all in your way, telling them, you know, I, I can handle it. You were being really cool. You didn't say a thing. Then I saw the video and I went, oh man, I. I <laughs> no, no problem. No, I said, no, I said, no, no, no. no, no. no, no, no. I thank will you. never do that. I really apologize. I'm thank, thank you to you too. Thank I'm you. apologizing to you on the podcast. That was yeah. so good. Yeah. I mean, the way you added the music and everything yeah. to it is fantastic. Wow. So tell me a little bit. Of, my intro was long this time, but tell me a little bit about yourself. Where were you born? I was born in Brooklyn, New York. Okay. And my mom and my dad are from, my mom was from Puerto Rico, half okay. black, half American. And my dad was from Jamaica. And okay. they met in New York. And I was born to a family of seven, I think. Five okay. kids, two okay. parents. Right. And I'm the middle child. So right. Brooklyn, New York. The heart of the ghetto, right? Mm-hmm. And you grew up. That's where you grew up. I grew up Frank, on Franklin Avenue. Okay, on Franklin Avenue yeah. between uh, Easton. Uh, I think Franklin Lincoln place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. very tough area. Very tough area. You know? Okay. And, and you lived there till what age? I lived there until I think I was about like eight years old, and I think we got kicked out of the apartment or something happened. And we got kicked out and we moved to a different part of Brooklyn, which was another area in itself, another disaster in itself. And we got kicked out, we moved to a shelter. But your mom and dad weren't together. They were together. My mom my mom, and my dad were together, but my dad was basically in and out of mm-hmm. like the criminal system. So okay. it was it was kind of he was there but he was not there. So my Now mom, all these seven just seven siblings, seven yeah. of them? Yeah. They're not all from the same mom and dad. Same so mom much, same mom and same dad. Same mom and same dad. Same, same mom, same dad. Same dad. All seven kids. Yes, all five kids. All five kids. All five of you, okay. Yeah, yeah. And and then your dad was in and out of prison. Yes. System. Okay. So basically my mom had to take up the responsibility of being the mom and the pops. Mm-hmm, you know, she worked two jobs and she, she really struggled all her life right. just to make sure that we were out of trouble. We had food on the table and things like that. So mm-hmm. I, I really respect her as a person. Yeah. yeah. What about your dad? Is he still around? My dad. They're both deceased. Actually, they did. They're both deceased. Oh, they died. Yeah. Like my mom died. Like at 40, 51, and my dad died like fifty five. You know. How old were you when this was happening? When I was around fourteen, the situation. 14. The situation was when I was around fourteen. The last time I saw my dad was, he's like, "Hey, Angelo, let's go fishing," and I was like, "No, I don't want to go fishing. I want to go play with my friends." Long story short, something happened and he got detained because they were not really married, they were just living together. And he got detained and he got deported back to Jamaica. Well, before Jamaica, Florida, and then Florida to Jamaica. So he lived... From you can get deported from, to, from the United States to Jamaica? Yeah, because that's where he... That, he didn't have any green card. But then, you mean Jamaicans... That's the U.S. territory, right? It's not. It isn't? It is. It isn't. It's not. What, it, what is? What is? Jamaica is Jamaica. Really? So you yeah. have to, people from, I'm learning something new. Because when I was in Puerto Rico, I used to go to the Virgin Islands. Yes. St. Croix, St. Kitt, and everything else. Yeah. And I thought that's all territory. Same thing for Puerto Ricans? 
Puerto Ricans is American territory. That's American, but Jamaica uh, Jamaica's is. Jamaica is totally different. Uh, yeah. What about the Virgin Islands? Virgin Islands is American. That's all American. Yes, American. Because I used to go to St. Croix, St. Kitt, St. Yeah. Martin. Yes. Okay, so I thought Jamaica was all a part of that, and it yeah. isn't. Yeah. So when I was 14, he was gone. And then my mom was like really by herself. She, she just waited for him. She's like, she didn't know where he was. And then one day we got a call, maybe many years later, that mm -hmm. he's in Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And so she just waited for him. Like, she never dated, she never went out. She just waited for her, for her only true love. And that made me respect her as a woman mm -hmm. because she wasn't out in the streets and she wasn't yeah. drinking and smoking and things like that. So she just waited only for him. And yeah. then when she found out he was in Jamaica, I was here in Tokyo. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. 20, okay, I was twenty-four. All right, yeah. let's slow down just a little bit. Okay, okay now who's, <laughs> a, who's above you? Who's above you? Wait. You okay, I have my older brother. The oldest is brother. How many years between you and him? Um, he's forty-six, so that's about forty-six or forty-eight, forty-seven. Okay. He's about seven years older than me. Okay, and then after him's a sister. My sister. Right. Okay, and she's uh, one year older than me, so she's 41. All right, where are they living? They're living in New York City. New York City, okay, and then below you? you below have... me is my younger sister, uh, yeah. my younger sister, who is maybe uh, 1985. I don't know how old is that. Uh, maybe... 36. Okay, okay. Uh, and then and my then, younger sister's 30. All right, yeah. right. Are you close with all your siblings? I'm pretty much close to everyone. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys ever get together and stuff like that? Or? We just talk on the phone. FaceTime has made everything <laughs> yeah. more, you know. Tell me, it's so easy, so you don't yeah. really have to be there anymore. Yes. Are your two younger sisters also in New York? Too? Yes, they're all in New York right now. You're the only one that's out. I'm the only one that's here. I wish I had some tissue. Okay, let me just, <laughs> I don't have, okay, it's see. okay, yeah. It's okay, yeah. okay. Now let me ask you this. Yeah. Um, what made you decide to come to Japan then? Well, Were you ever in the service? No, I've never was in a service. Okay, okay. I was a Boy Scout and we had yeah. uh, often visited uh, too, West yeah. Point and things <laughs> like that. They tried to get you here. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like, <laughs> Boy Scout, put West the, Point, West Point, point West Point. Right, right, right. It, was, it was very interesting, but I never wanted to join. You okay. know? So um, I was always very active as a child. Mm -hmm. you know? I, I never really wanted to stay on the block or play basketball. I've always wanted to move around and find ways and means of how to survive and how to make money. So I was working, selling t-shirts, I was doing production assistance for a number of- uh, This is in the States? All the States. Okay. Doing, I was selling t-shirts, doing production. Um, I, was, uh, I was also a street hustler. I did everything just to survive and help my mom cover some of those bills. But what about your brother and your sisters? My my at the time my sister ran away from the house. She jumped from the, the oldest one. The oldest sister. She ran away from the house. She jumped from the three story building just to be with her boyfriend. Got pregnant at fourteen years oh, okay. old. She so didn't she, die. She was she was gone out she was out of the picture. Okay. My brother was trying to find himself. He was he was living with his girlfriend. There's only else. two boys in the family. Yeah. yeah. And he was trying to find himself doing whatever he does, you know, trying to survive. And then it was me and my younger sister and my younger sister. So, and then my mom trying to take care so of So really you were the only man in the house? Basically, yeah, yeah, yes, basically. So she really depended on you? Yes, yes, Everything. wow. Yes, yeah. were, you, were you around her when she passed? I know it's a hard question, but. Well, when she passed away, I was living here in Japan. I was working okay. in Azubujuban at mm -hmm. a school mm -hmm. in, called Koper, Koper International. Right, we can put that in there. Yeah, and. Um, yeah. I was I was also beginning my television, you know, debut break and things like that situation. You mean here in Japan? In Japan. Okay. In Japan. 
Mm -hmm. It was like when I started to really become on more in television. Mm -hmm. And she's been, she had cancer. She, she developed ca breast cancer. Okay. And then after going to the hospital, after her surgery, it never properly healed. I got you. And it's it just got worse and, and it smelled bad and it just lingered on for two years and then she was on chemotherapy. And then finally, I got the call from my sister. She's dead. Okay, so what, wow, what do we do now? Right, right. I tell my boss, I got to take off. Mm -hmm. You know, three days. He gave me three days. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You got to go be back to work on Monday. So... If you want to keep the job. If you want to keep your job, right. you know, which is very important for my family, my things, my situation. Mm -hmm. So Friday, fly to America. Saturday, bury my mom. Sunday, coming back to Japan. That had to be hard. Man. It was so tough. It took me two know. years to cry. I can, you know what I mean? In two years, I didn't cry. Isn't that interesting? Because you didn't have time to. I didn't have time to, and I didn't understand what death is and what death was, you know? And You're never just, coming back again. It's just never coming back, and it, it just... And how many times did you try to almost call her and just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you realize she's not there. Yeah, yeah. Just one day I just woke up in the middle of the night and it was like, Mom, Mom is not here. Mom is not here. And I was like, ah. And you just, it just took you. Yeah. It got to you. You have those big ones. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it not coming good. at your nose. It's yeah. not coming at your nose and everything. Yeah. You just think about it. all this stuff. Yeah. Just rushes to your mind. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But I that's, was like that when my father passed. It took yeah. me a year. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't like you. It took me one year. Yeah. Two years. Just, yeah. Two years. Two years. And I was just close to the time that she died, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So whenever they ask me to cry on uh, television, you think about it. I think about it. <laughs> it's the easy, the easy way, easy, easy way. way. Yeah, you know. Wow. So, so. so okay. So how old were you? How old were you when you came to Japan? I was, I was twenty years old. Twenty years old. 20 and what? Years what? Call, why did you come to Japan? Well, I came to Japan because basically I was involved in so many different activities, and then one of the activities that I was involved in got me arrested. I was arrested. And while I was sitting in the jail cell or in the in the holdings, it's like this is not worth it. I'm I'm better than this. And I had one female friend who lived in Japan, so I called her up as soon as I got out and said, "Hey, do you think if I do you mind if I come over and live with you in Japan?" And she said, "Yeah, sure, no problem." <laughs> so I took my last seven hundred and thirty dollars. You know, so basically the plane ticket was seven hundred dollars. So I had the equivalent of thirty dollars when I arrived in Tokyo with a box of donuts because she requested uh, Dunkin' donuts. donuts, and they allowed you on to bring those on the plane. Yeah, and take them through. okay. She said, "I want some Dunkin' Donuts. Make sure you bring some Dunkin' Donuts." How did you meet? Can I ask how you met her? Uh, we met. We met in a, um, in an art gallery in New York. In New York, a Japanese girl. She was into like art, and she was like kind of a street girl. Okay, so okay. that's how we related. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people don't know that, but right, but now they do. Now they do. It's too late. Now. All right, right, right. So, wind up moving with her in Japan. Twenty years old. Um, very jealous girl. You know, okay, very you don't have to go any further. No, okay. it's a very jealous girl. This is okay. very interesting. Okay. It's very part. Okay, very interesting. <laughs> you want to tell it? Okay. Right, very, very jealous girl. I my first Japanese words that I say to a waitress. Yeah, while we were uh, at a restaurant, um, it's like konnichiwa. You know, that's the first Japanese word I said to the waitress. She didn't get angry at the time, but while we were driving home, she was we were driving in her car. She started speeding up. 
she sped up so fast that the car almost crashed and we almost died in the car crash. You had a car crash? Yes. The car spinned around three times. Bam! The, the wheel flies off. And, and she looks at me and she says to me, why you didn't scream? <laughs> Was she screaming the whole time? Yeah, she's like, ah! She looks at me, why you didn't scream? And I said, that's the best thing you can say. Her father comes up. Her father comes up. It says, you foreigner. You know, guy Kokushin, I'll kill you. And get the hell out of my house. But you were living in his home? Yes. That but was, he, knew, he knew you. He knew you were there. Yeah, yeah, he oh, knew. So, so he knew and everything. But yeah. then he just said, okay, that was get, it. Because he blamed you for her. Yeah, her get out. Get out. You. So... That's when I took the longest walk of my life. From, right. It was from Chiba, someplace in Chiba. Oh, you were living in Chiba? At the time. Okay. And someplace in Chiba and walking to the central Chiba bus station to head to Tokyo. What were, you, what were your plans? I didn't have any plans. Just keep the faith. Okay. No plans. Just keep the faith. Okay. Keep the faith. Did your mother raise you to be very religious? Uh, to a certain extent. Okay, to, to but she didn't really. That was yeah, like something yeah. she did. Yeah, just believe, just okay. believe, just, just believe. Yeah, know there's something more than you. Yes, yes. Just All keep right, the okay. faith. Keep keep believing. Think positive, and things will happen. All right. So, from that station to to the bus station, walking early in the morning, pitch dark at nighttime, no bread in the pocket, and nothing. Just just enough to get that buff bus fare. Okay. To go back to Tokyo, you know. And then that's when I got to Tokyo and walked from Tokyo Station basically to Ueno, looking for jobs. Okay. I walked into every building. Do you have any jobs? Do you have any jobs? I was very fit at the time. I was like, I went to boxing rings. Can I, I'll, I'll sweep the floor for a job. Right, right, right. Yeah. So and you found something eventually. Eventually, I made it to Ueno Station. Okay. And I met a guy who was handing out flyers. And then that guy said, you know, if you really want a job, you got to go to Roppongi. Mm -hmm. And he asked me, you're a Japanese guy. He's like, you are you hungry? And then that was the first time I ate at Coco's restaurant. Yes, Coco's. Okay. And he, 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 he gave me a plate of food and he gave me senyan. And he said to me, I want you to uh, get on this train. And it was the JR train. And it was a window station. He said, get on this train and get off at Ebisu. Okay. In my mind, I heard ABC. ABC. ABC, okay. like the alphabet. Like, okay, that's what you heard. Okay. So I'm on the train. I'm riding around and around. Looking for ABC. ABC, ABC. <laughs> riding around maybe two, three, four times. There's no station called ABC. And then I was just, just like, and then the stop ABC was there. And it said, ABC. And then it sounded the same yes. as it sounded. And you said, this must be it. Yes. And I got off. Okay. And got to Rapunzel. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> From there. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy, crazy. That's fantastic. We, we, I read it. So, and once you got to Rapungi, then you started getting some money. And, you and when I got to Rapungi, I asked everybody on the street for so, a job. Okay. Same thing. Jobs, jobs, jobs. I went to Gas Panic. I went to all these different clubs. I went to Club Zion. It was a club called Club Zion. It was a Jamaican club. Yeah, sure, man. You can get a job. You know? I go out. I hand out flyers. I'm used to handing out flyers because I'm a good salesman. I love okay, sales. Okay. sales. And he pays me in jerk chicken for the first night. 
Did yeah. you continue to the next? No club? way. Okay, so right yeah. after that, right okay. after I ate the jerk chicken, I went to another club. Okay, okay. And I said, "Can I please have a job that was a club nature at the time?" Right, right. Frank's right. club. Right. And then I worked for Frank under the books he paid me, and I cleaned the club. I sold CDs. I sold jackets. You do whatever. You I did. Do. I did everything to survive. Right. So right. after that, I <laughs> uh, was getting paid eighty dollars. You mean so? Uh, how big again? Hassan, Hassan, Hassan. That's that's eighty dollars. About eighty. Eighty. You said eighty dollars. I thought you said eight dollars. Eighty dollars. Okay. Hassan per night. But where were you staying each night? You had someone. I won't I ask that. No, I had no place to stay. So were you staying out in the park or something? I was staying in Starbucks. Yeah. Just until the next morning. You yeah. Just so those off. Nighttime and nighttime, right. I would work at the club. Right. And then in the morning time, when the clubs closed, I would go to Starbucks. And I would get like a coffee and a, uh, a green tea and a banana. And I would just do that process for like two months. Okay. And one day I felt really bad. Some guy, some random guy came up to me. He said, man, I know you, man. You always get a, uh, a tea and a banana and you, you sleep right there. And this Japanese guy? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I didn't have any place. I didn't know about the food, uh, the futos, the baths. Okay. So I would just take a shower in the bathroom of Starbucks. I got to get you. Yes, in, in Rapungi. Right. You know, so that, I did that. You know, I would buy. But what about you? But what kind of? How were you staying in Japan? I had a tourist visa. Okay, so that only lasts for so long. That was three months. Three months. Yes. Three so months. this is all within the three months. Yes, that was in the three months period. Yes. So how did you get? How did you extend it? How did you end up? So what? On? What happened is that at the time I was staying in Starbucks, uh, one of my one of the people, one of the associates that I knew from the club, working in the club, mm-hmm. told me that there was a female who works at uh, works in the morning, and her schedule and my schedule would be good for me to live there. You know, because she works during the daytime. Right. right, and no, she wouldn't no. mind. Wait. And she and I could stay at her place during the day, and then at night when she comes home, I will you go to work. Right. Yes, and you were able to do that. Yes. How long that last? Oh, forever. Because <gasps> that, that because I became my wife. Yes. So <laughs> she allowed a, st- a stinky guy to come sleep in her house. And then you got then when you got married, then that took care of the visa thing and everything. Yes. Yes. So I had to go back home for three months. And after I came back home uh, to Japan for another three months, I was able to marry her. Yeah. This is interesting because most of the people that I have on the podcast yeah. come with expat package if they're foreigners. Yeah. They're involved with this. Yeah. But you're telling it from a whole different viewpoint. That's the other side that people never hear. Yeah. Yeah. My experience was not quite like that because when I came out of the service, yeah. I didn't have an expat package, mm. but I did end up. Mm. Being, I mean, I was broke, mm, mm. had no money. Mm, um, mm. I'd rather try to sell than to get something to eat mm. because, you know, put gas in the car than mm. to eat mm. because it was just, I had to make sure I make, made ends meet. Yeah. <clears throat> That's interesting. That yeah. is very interesting what you mm. went through. Yeah. Okay, so when did things start, when did you start seeing the light at the end of the tunnel and it wasn't a train? It was actually something <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, that's when I got into teaching English. Okay. Okay, so after that Rupungi situation, I'm done with Rupungi. I'm done with these people. I'm done with serving these people, you know, trying to please these customers. And I got into English teaching. The first job I got in English teaching was at GABA. Okay. And I started working at GABA. And after GABA, I worked for a number of English schools. 
maybe seven different English schools, and they got the skill of how to teach English, how to conduct lessons, how to prepare lessons, and I've, I think I've almost mastered the skill of teaching English. But you have your own yeah setup now. But that's now how I have my own school now. That's how I first <laughs> met you. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Over there at the Juban, and you were out there, and I said, another brother, okay, so hello, and you told me you were teaching a class right yes. up here. And such, yes. such, such, yeah. So that's how. Okay. When Free Otis opened. Okay, that's when I, yeah, I used to go over there to get those burritos. Burritos, that's where we That's right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, now how'd you get into the music business? Because that's where you're really flying. I mean, that's where I think you're going to hit your, man, that's your mother load. Well, I've always wanted to be, you know, like the superstar entertainer. I've always wanted to be a superstar rapper and, you know, live the life, fancy cars, the Rolls Royces and things like Dude, that. Right. But waiting for people to make music for me, waiting for people to produce videos for me, waiting for people to, you know, collaborate with, just made me want to do it myself. So not having any skill to having a lot of skill now. Mm -hmm. Because being sick and tired of waiting for people. Gotcha. So I learned how to make the music, I learned how to make the beats, learned how to write the songs, learned how to edit, learned how to shoot the videos, and learned how to make business out of shooting videos. And it's, instead of waiting for people, this is the worst thing in the world to wait for people to when do you something. you have it all inside already. So I had to learn by myself. Mm -hmm. And that's recreated this kind of uh, you know, machine. You know, wow. You know, so. That's excellent. You know, so. Well, that brought you to the point to where we actually had a nice little barter and it worked really well. Yeah. The barter <laughs> worked together. And you ha you're going to drop this video that you yeah. did. When's it going to come out? Um, it should probably come out next week. Probably next week okay. or the August 22nd. Can we link it to the bottom of this podcast? Yes, please. All right. Yeah. So we'll do it once it drops. Yes. So for those people that are watching, it may not be when this podcast comes out, but keep on looking at it every now and then. You can see what Angelo did yes. with that video. And my new introduction to the um, to this podcast yes. was shot by Angelo as well. Yes. And then the music, the, one of the music, because I also have some other music done too, but yes. the music, the original is your stuff. It is fantastic. I thank really you so much. It. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Listen, listen. I'm going to end with that, Angelo. I want to thank you yeah. so much. Anything you want to end with? I mean, we talked about Jim. Well, that scared me to death. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm that's sorry okay. to, you know, being a reality, you know. This it is, is kind of reality. Your reality, yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's kind of, uh, you know, a lot of people see me and they think, like, oh, I just wind up on TV, you know. I'm on TV and they see me on TV shows. And they don't know what you've they been through. They don't know what I've been through. They don't there. know. They, 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 they can't. They just think it's all glitter and glamour. Right. They don't know, like, I've been through the worst, and I've struggled, and I'm still fighting, even though I'm, like, very successful. My mom didn't see all this. My mom didn't see me on TV. She can't do this. And yeah, she didn't she see me have schools and things, so she didn't, she didn't know, and my dad didn't see me. So I'm still working hard to right. satisfy my parents. Right. But now at least you're able to tread water and get your head up there and yeah. get some air. Far from it. I'm still working hard. That's yeah. right. You're not, there. You're, not there. there. You're not there. You're not there. More. You want more. More. You know. You know what? Um, Kevin Hart said he wants. He's going to become a billionaire. Wow. He says he's, gonna, he's working hard to become a billionaire too. I guess it's it's up to what you want. Your yes. desire. Everybody has different goals yes. and different yes. things they're working for. So you get it. So I what know. I would just like to end is that yeah. if uh, if you work hard enough or smart enough or know the right people, 
you're able to accomplish your dreams faster. So just keep going forward, keep moving and keep inspiring and keep encouraging yourself to be the best person you can be each day. Thank you, Ramon. Thank you, bro. Nice. <laughs> nice. All of you, all of you watching this, make sure that you press like, subscribe, and never forget, it's all unknown, keep reaching for the stars, and you're too blessed to be stressed. <laughs>